1: And welcome back to our podcast. This is Trinity the Tuck. And Ginger Glamor Toad Minge. It's my legal name now. Now now, after after your entrance. Yeah. (laughs) And welcome back to working Working girls. Girls. We need to have like a a, um, an echo. Let's do it again. Okay. Working girls. Girls, girls, girls. girls. And today, girls and guys, guys, guys. And 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 ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Everything in between. That's my new
2: favorite thing. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: There was something that someone said instead of ladies and gentlemen, it was something that was more inclusive. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, that's a great idea. I know. I love that. But I don't remember what it was. I
2: love being all inclusive because my favorite types of drag aren't traditional drag. It's not what excites me, because I guess I've done it so long that I am just like, yeah, I've been there.
1: I've seen it. I've done it. I bought the T-shirt several times. When I used to do pageants, that's that was the end all be all to drag for me. Like I was like yeah. pageant, 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 like perfection, beauty, 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 realism. And then I got on Drag Race. And started traveling and realized, well, girl, like, <laughs> there is so much more drag. Isn't else. that
2: what does it, though? It's when you start to travel and you actually start to see different types of drag. that You're like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, like,
1: fuck the pageant drag. Like, fuck, fuck the perfect drag.
2: <laughs> Which, I mean, I still love it and it has its place, but I don't learn much new about it. You yeah, know? now I'm
1: like, stay in your place!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I really love, like, uh... The the term when we were growing up they were called bio queens. Uh-huh. Uh now they're afab, uh-huh, which I think sounds great because it's like fabulous, you know?
1: Well in Birmingham, bio queens or AFAB queens were actually called faux queens. That's what they, that's the term that they use. And in the pageant world, there were the femme pageants. Yeah, femme pageants.
2: Yeah. Which, I mean, there's so many names uh, that you you could use, but I really like AFAB just because it sounds like, oh, fabulous. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And so the AFAB queens, they're the ones that do it for me. They're the ones that like turn it. Because to me, drag has always been like a celebration of, Femininity or masculinity—it's playing with those those perspectives on gender. Uh, for me personally, it was never about like I'm going to try to present myself as female as possible. See, and that's I, how that's I how don't want was. to be unclockable. I know that's, that's what how it was, but I was a pageant girl too, and I never. That was never my perspective on it. I yeah. wanted to heighten the femininity. I wanted to do it at a level where it was not poking fun at it, but really celebrating it, taking it over the top.
1: Well, the for me though? It wasn't back then. It wasn't really about poking fun of of drag. It or women. It was to look the most realistic. And that, yeah. and, and I can see how that's totally problematic now. But like. That's just what it was. That's the way drag was. That's how I was yeah. taught. Well, we knew and going into the these drag-
2: pageants, spend, spending all this money, taking all this
1: time. And you're around nothing but beautiful trans women. So you're mm-hmm. like, well, I've got to compete well, with yeah, that. I, I want to be you. Yeah, I want to look like you. I- and that's why I started getting body work and, you know, yeah, did the whole pageant route. But, mm-hmm. but then now, like, it's just totally transitioned to, like... I love creative drag. Uh-huh. I I still do like beauty drag, but I love the creative aspect. Um, and
2: well, do you know, like the one form of drag I thought I would never fall in love with were drag kings, only because to me I loved gowns and hair and mm-hmm. jewelry and shoes, and I was like, well what are they going to have to offer? And the few drag queens that we did, drag kings that we had in the Orlando scene years ago when I first started, um, it was usually just like, it was the equivalent of, Pageant realness, where it was the tight wranglers and like a cowboy shirt mm-hmm. and a cowboy hat and boots. And I was like, it's fun and I enjoy it for a minute, but it's not giving me what I want. And then when I really started traveling and I saw like the communities that are super supportive of drag kings, mm-hmm. they just flourish there. Yeah. And it is, it's, it's drag. It is drag. It's rhinestones and earrings and hair and all those things that I love about the art form but in a a totally different perspective. And that's why I have fallen in love with our guests today. I am so excited that they are here with us. Ladies, gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, everyone, anywhere, please put your hands together and welcome our very special guest,
1: Tender Rony! Rony, Rony. Rony, Rony.
0: Hi. Hi! Hi, babe, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Doing great, looking fabulous. I love that
1: blouse.
0: Thank you. Before I before, love uh,
1: came over, <laughs> I you. I was complimenting, 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 complimenting <laughs> um Tenderoni of her skin right now. Like out of drag, your skin is stunning. I don't know if this is a, a filter you have going on, but I'm loving
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> it's called the ring light on blast on top <laughs> to blow and <laughs> the <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is this filter called? Oh, surface of the sun.
0: Yeah. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> and how old are you?
0: I will be thirty three next Thursday. Um, thirty three. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh
2: my goodness, that's such a good age if you're dyslexic, like me.
0: Jesus, I'm Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: drag Jesus. That's got a good drag name, Drag Jesus. I love that. I think that's fabulous.
2: I, 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 Talk about hair and gowns. Oh, uh, but a Birkenstock. Can you imagine like having the only beard <laughs> I did when I was in high school? Her name was Crazy. I talked about this before.
0: She got me through a lot. Oh gosh! So you live in Chicago? <laughs> yep, I do. I've been are here you? for seven years. Okay, so where
1: where are you originally from?
0: I'm originally from Massachusetts, Western Mass, Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, oh, I moved car here. in
1: the garage. Yeah. The car. <laughs> yep.
0: <What? laughs> Luckily, I don't have that accent because I'm Puerto Rican, so that trumps the Boston <laughs> <accent>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm an East Coaster originally.
1: Oh, cool. Did, did you start doing drag in Massachusetts?
0: No, I did. I started doing drag in Chicago. Drag in Massachusetts, when I lived there at the time, there were no drag kings. Um, There's barely drag. There's barely gay clubs in Massachusetts when I worked there. They're like straight clubs. that have gay nights. I think
2: that Mm -hmm. I worked in Massachusetts one time outside of Boston. uh, And I don't remember exactly where it was, but it it was one of those things where it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, we're not a gay club, but this is our pride night of the month.
0: Yeah. Oh, there,
2: wow. Okay. Well, like anytime
0: like a Ru girl was in town, if there was a Ru girl, you would have to wait like in a line for like seven hours to go see them. And you're like, this is miserable. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. And Chicago is like the extreme opposite. Like in Chicago, you can go out any night of the week and there's a drag show. There's just like so much good drag here. So I'm very lucky.
1: So we were talking earlier before we introduced you about our perceptions of drag before, like we got our our eyes woke from the world of drag outside of our little communities where we started, I was actually exposed to drag Kings really early on because I did the entertainer of the year pageant and they always had um, a King uh, version of the queen version. And so for those who don't know, a lot of the national pageants,
2: they have, like subdivision yeah Yeah. so like with continental i started in continental Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be miss continental plus really bad we've talked about it before i should have been but (laughs) uh in continental there is just the regular miss continental yeah then there is continental plus for the plus size entertainers Uh there is continental elite which we lovingly call Miss Incontinental for it's the uh, it's for the the girls that are over a certain 40. age. Yeah, over forty.
1: And then there's Misses. It's actually still really young. It I is. I don't know why they have it at forty. Like there's there is women. Well, not just women. All kinds of entertainers competing for regular continental way above the age of forty. Yeah, but it, it, it's just um, I
2: think to. Maybe make it a little uh, more fair for the scoring across the board because, you know, the older girls, they didn't feel like they were being judged properly or fairly against some of their younger competition or the plus size girls weren't being judged fairly against the thinner girls, um, which is certainly, you know, I think it's the case. I've seen it firsthand.
1: Well, that's how that's how black systems came about, like black universe, black America, black continental, black continental, black Bay because back in the day of when those were created, which was like 25 years ago, at least. The, uh, yeah people of color were were um, not fairly judged. Mm-hmm. And so they created these subdivisions. And now it's not so much because now you have most of the winners that I've seen over the last 10 years have been people of color because, girl, they're just more fierce than uh-huh. white people that can't mm-hmm. date, like me. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, back to EOI, back to entertainers mm-hmm. here. Well, that's what I was saying. So the first
2: time I actually saw drag Kings outside of the few that we had in our little country bars around here was at national E.O.I. And I was like, Oh wow. There's cause EOY has what? Like six, seven, eight different subcategories, yeah,
1: categories. Yeah. And, and drag King was one of them and it was mind blowing. Yeah. The drag caliber at, at those pageants were just crazy. Um, one of the, the best drag kings that I uh, that I have seen in person and worked with is um, Spiky Van Dyke. Yeah. We actually started drag together, like in Birmingham. Yeah, that's awesome. On a Thursday talent night. <laughs> so um, that's what Have you ever done pageants?
0: No, I- Other than, other than the one that you, <laughs> one which we will get into later no alaska's pageant was the first pageant that i ever did uh, i've been to I've, I've been to continental as like an observer but um i've never done patches i've always been obsessed with it because i love like you know i love stones i love like the gag of everything i love gowns i love everything over the top and i am also like very anal for per- perfection so when i was like these pageants are sickening
1: yeah <laughs> uh, I-
2: perfect anal
0: yeah perfect. Exactly. On,
2: Yeah, it's hard to achieve yeah
0: very hard very very over the top
2: but I think that's why I was so attracted to you in so many ways because I do think you're absolutely gorgeous but uh your art in Thank particular you. I'm very attracted to it because it appeals to somebody like me that has ADHD and needs that bling and that costume and that it's so over the top that it is really fun and captivating, and your performances are spectacular too.
1: And you just won that pat the pa- um Alaska pageant. Now, I'm not even going to try to uh say the whole name, <laughs> it's drag queen of the year, but you're a drag king. Um, so, but say the whole pageant name because I will mess it up.
0: It's uh drag queen of the year pageant competition award contest competition. I had to write it down, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. I love my stash. So- my sash is like the whole. Oh my thing. gosh! That's, so, how does
1: that feel? Okay, first we'll get to like how it feels to like win, but how does it feel to be representing a pageant that's called Drag Queen? Now, what is Alaska's um, explanation of that? You being a drag king because she allows all types of entertainers to enter, but why is it called Drag Queen?
0: I mean, personally, I love it. I interpreted it as a misnomer, almost like something that's like wrong just to be like, just name that to be controversial. I also um, alluded it to this pageant in Tuong Fu, which is like drag queen of the year. So I'm like, that's my favorite movie ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Chi Chi Rodriguez was like the first woman I fell in love with <laughs> yeah. when I was like seven. So I was like, I have no problems taking that as a title because I, I mean, I also have a sense of humor. I understand what it is. And also, it's kind of sickening to have that title as a drag king. Yeah. So, um, I'm you not know, all those all. other drag queens, and you gnats <laughs> their crown, honey.
2: Well, in knowing Alaska <laughs> as well as we do, I guarantee you, it is a direct reference to Tu Wong Fu. I'm
1: sure. I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I love it.
2: And can we talk about Tu Wong Fu for just a second? Because I loved that movie growing up. I, it was my first real... Um, exposure to drag outside of like pink flamingos and all that. But for the actual drag world, it was my first exposure. And here I am thinking, oh, how glamorous to travel across the country in full (laughs) business drag all day, every day. And then I started doing drag and went, what kind of bullshit were they trying to pull? You can't wait
1: to get into the car to take your bra off, pull your lashes off, throw that wig in the trunk and floor it. But, you know, but also with this movie, because of the the era of when it came out, it almost gives you a like you don't know if they are trans or if they're not like because Vita is almost you get the sense by the end Mm -hmm. of that she's trans.
2: Yes, but I don't know a trans woman either that would put on <laughs> terrible fucking slippers oh, yeah. well, and yes. a chiffon gown to drive across the
0: country. <laughs> yeah, duh. but it's, you know, it's it was it's, they were living the fantasy. Yeah, it's the
1: fantasy <laughs> of the movie, which is it's fat. It is one of the best movies. It is my long
2: explanation of saying I was tricked. Yeah. I was tricked. I thought this life would be a lot more glamorous than it really is. <laughs>
1: you you had said that you fell in love with Chi Chi. I didn't fall in love with her because I'm I'm not attracted to that extreme of femininity. I I I, I can appreciate it, but girl, I like I like man. I like uh, guys. <laughs> I loved Chi Chi. She was my favorite character. I thought she was so beautiful. Now in hindsight, girl, looking at that, I was like, whoa, that makeup now. But <laughs> Back then when I was little, I'm like, she is so gorgeous. I love her.
0: More yeah. than a like chicken. Yeah, queen. I mean,
1: I would live.
2: Oh, Bobby Ray, Bobby yeah. Ray, Bobby Ray.
0: Man, had, we is- had it on VHS and the ending part where she like comes out is like the white gown. Like uh-huh. that part was erased because I would rewind it so many oh, times. No. <laughs> Looking,
2: <laughs> so but also, have we ever seen a pageant on a lawn of a man? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I, I just, it's just a fantasy. It's, it it's sure the same is. thing as like um, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. So yeah. it's an iconic drag movie. Well, and, and Tu Wang Fu was America's
2: answer to Priscilla. Yeah. Instead of just doing like a direct ripoff of it, it had done so well when they brought that movie over here. They were like, <gasps> we're going to make our own. Quick, put Wesley Snipes in some pumps and watch him run around. <laughs> exactly. But I would say Wesley Snipes turned out to be my favorite of all the characters because I felt even though he was very mask presenting, I mean, it's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. He has very defined features. His arm. He's just so beautiful. <laughs> but I felt like his acting was so nuanced and feminine that I believed him the most out of the three that this is his authentic self in his yeah. life. Uh-huh. The voice.
1: It, it, it reminds me of Monique Hart. Not the way that obviously Monique is overall more polished looking, but like <clears throat> the personality, the voice, the attitude, the confidence. Uh-huh. It reminds me so much of Monique because they kind of sound the same with their like really high pitched uh-huh. voice. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, it's totally so extra. I love it.
0: I also <laughs> there- love it because it's like Drag now is all so much about being like, yo, I'm, I look like, I'm, I look like a girl, I'm girly. I'm like, you look at them like, that's drag queens, like, that's old school drag. Yeah. (laughs) And I love it. Like, they look like drag queens. I love it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Uh
1: (laughs) That's why, like, on the mic, I like my pronouns are. He, she, they, uh, you can call me whatever. I am not offended easily at all. And I am often self deprecating and make fun of myself with, like, I'm a man in a wig. Like, all that, because to me, I just, I don't feel like you can take drag serious and still make fun of yourself while doing it. And I just think that's part of, at least for me, that's part of it. I'd- yeah. You can make jokes without having to be the butt
2: of them. Yeah. Like somebody got so offended in my meet the Queens video. I guess I called myself a crossdresser. They're like, I am so offended. I'm like, but that's what I've always called myself. Like to me, it's very tongue in cheek. Pref- my preferred pronoun is she, but I don't care what you call me. You know, like I-, I know that as long as you don't do it with malice, I don't, I don't really give a shit. I'm just yeah. kind of me. Um, but I was like, why, why are you policing what I call myself if this is how I feel and this is how I identify? Yeah. And it must be even more difficult for you because drag queens, drag I think, have even more of a stigma attached to them because it's not as mainstream as mm-hmm. drag queens yet.
0: Yeah, it's a little complex because... People, I mean, as easy as it is, it's like, I'm the opposite of a drag queen. It's, yeah,
2: it's, the, it's, it's, it's literally the
0: opposite. Easy, but it's two sides of the same coin. Exactly. people don't understand. People don't understand. <laughs> but I mean, I'm happy to be the example or be one of the examples. And also, I don't love like, um, when people don't take the time to educate, it's like, it takes one second to educate someone as long as they're not coming from a place of, like, like you said, malice. I'm like, I'll explain tent. to you. Yeah, that's what
1: I think. I feel like people nowadays, especially, and you're you're of the age of, like, kind of our age of where you you think like that. Like, younger, and I'm not dissing younger people, obviously.
2: I feel like we're kind of that in-between age of, like, the boomers and like the super <laughs> wokes yeah you know what like, I mean? we're I, the ones that are like okay i see both sides well of this. i look Let, at like
1: intent what yeah what is their intent and if if how did they really let's, mean that yeah let's and explain like you it. Said, Talk it out. Edu- educate is is the mm-hmm. most because i mean i know i have been very ignorant in the past of stuff like everybody has yes, until mm-hmm. until you learn So um, I'm sure you do that all the time for people because you're a person of color. You're a drag king. um, So you have the opportunity to really do that for. for Yeah, I
0: mean, today, I mean, like kids these days are just like, I feel like um, drag is drag. People make mistakes. And as much as I like to educate people, I also like to give people chances to redeem themselves, which I don't think people like to do now. I'm like, okay, I get it. People did ignorant stuff, but like give them a chance to make up for it. So uh, I'm a little bit more lax. Hmm? What is the comedian?
1: He's really short. It's Chris. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, where literally the whole gay community was like canceling him for saying some like derogatory stuff in the past. No, fuck him. And well, I'm just <laughs> I don't know I don't know like his whole history, but I do believe, like you said, giving people a second chance and giving people an opportunity to like grow. I don't think that we should just cancel people just to cancel them for a mistake. Like if they don't ever fix the problem, that's one thing. But like. Come on, like we all. I mean,
0: I believe in holding people accountable, but I also believe in like giving people a chance to be accountable. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, a, it's a double, it's a, it's a two-sided thing situation. Yeah.
2: So my so I was very much like, okay, we're taking this a little far with Kevin Hart. Don't cancel him, don't ruin his career. Give him a chance to learn and grow and all that kind of stuff. And he posted all those things and I thought that he had learned. But then when Jiggly and I were about to film season two of Wigs in a Blanket, mm-hmm. we had booked- one of Kevin Hart's studios and supposedly allegedly what happened was <laughs> right before we were supposed to film literally the week before they found out it was a drag thing. And they said, we don't want to be associated with that. And they canceled us. Oh, so I was like, well, this kind of goes right along the lines of what people were up in arms about over you. Like this is an opportunity for you a not to worry about it. Cause we're just people coming in to rent the space. Or B, go, hey, we are allies. This isn't an issue with us. So whether it was him making that final decision or not, it's the people that he has entrusted with his business that are still putting off the message that he's not okay with it.
1: Um, All I thought of that entire conversation that you just said was you had said that he owns a, a studio, and I'm thinking to myself, bitch, that's a great idea. I need to open a drag studio. <laughs> right? well, I don't know what you just said about Kevin, and I'm sure it's horrible, so fuck uh, him. It's not horrible, but it's just disappointing. I, now I want to own a studio and rent it out to people. Well, let's do it.
0: Especially with that whole digital drag, when I was, I had to rent out a studio to do my talent for the pageant. And I was like, oh my God, it's so annoying to rent out a studio.
2: It is. There's so many rules, particularly in COVID times. It's like Mm -hmm. crazy amount of rules and people don't understand what goes into actually trying to create all this content.
1: Well, by the way, let's talk about that. Like, congratulations on winning that pageant. That's a huge deal. Thank you. You were amazing from, I didn't get to see it live, so I only got to see bits and pieces of stuff. But what I saw, you were amazing, saw your talent was amazing. I watched it live. I kept up with the Reddit threads on the whole thing, (laughs) see how people were voting. Like, oh, girl, I was in it. Well, congratulations, because you had some great competition, and you came out on top. Did you get all your money?
0: Oh yeah. Next day.
1: Okay, good. Cause I was, I was like, <laughs> we're going to read Alaska on air right now.
0: <laughs> no, I got my money the next day. And it's funny because they were originally saying that the prize was $10,001. Cause it's the second year. So they increased it by $1 and I only got 10,000. And then when she mailed me the crown, there was a dollar inside the box. <laughs> <laughs> Word, that's hilarious. Hilarious. Do you have the crown with you? Yes, you want to see it. Uh, I want yeah, to see it. Oh, grab it. Let
1: okay. It. <laughs> so she's gonna go get her crown. For the people that are just listening, we're also videoing this. So if you want to watch any of this, you can look on um, YouTube, YouTube under Trinity the Tuck, or our um, Instagram IGTVs. So yeah, we have that posted, so you can, you can watch all those these. things. Yes, and you can see how. Beautiful. And this is actually a perfect
2: time to hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Wow, fancy. And we are back, and you are just in time to see. Well, for those of you that are watching it, to see the unveiling the the gorgeous crown of the Drag Queen of the Year Competition Pageant Award Competition Show. Ceremony. Ceremony. Ceremony.
0: Contest. uh, Contest. Contest. (laughs) So it's from Fierce Drag Jewels.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) It came in this cute ass box.
1: Ooh. Ooh. she is shining honey yes, oh, that's yes. Fierce. that is so fierce I love it it's very po- it's
0: pointy so it's not I've never seen a crown like that
2: I haven't either that's really fierce
0: yeah I still have to shoot and I haven't even done a picture you better tracking. get, you better get yeah. to that that's it's been much <laughs> you won right I had the, the the issue not issue but the funny thing is is that I got a full-time job before we started doing the the pageant before we got the okay and like as soon as they're like yeah this pageant is happening and then I, they're like yeah you got a full-time job so I was like <laughs> Oh, so, no. I, because you know it was COVID, I was like, I need to make some coin. Like this no. digital drag thing is not. So I got a full time job. So I did all the pageant. Like when I was training, like working forty hours a week and competing in the pageant. Oh my gosh! Wow!
2: And you <laughs> and I just it. quit
0: my job. <laughs> oh, you, did. And I, you were like you oh, were like, we're back to normal. Bye, bitch. Bye. See you later. <laughs> yes. So yes. So and then like, Sash says the whole drag queen. Oh my gosh! Got this award contest.
2: I've never seen a sash with a train. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of sash. Exactly. <laughs> but you're all set if we enter a new pandemic and the world's out of toilet paper. Yeah, You're exactly. here with that sash. <laughs> yep,
0: um, and the dollar. Oh, you have the dollar thing. You need to frame
1: it. and Put it on that yeah. wall behind you.
0: Thank you. I want to know,
1: so what is the scene like for you in Chicago? Like, are you... The like a uh, 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 Masters of Ceremonies anywhere? Do you have uh, your own show? What, what is the drag scene for you with Drag Kings in Chicago?
0: So Drag in Chicago is a very inclusive um, my come up here was very well received. Um, drag, I mean, Chicago is very much like, if you entertain, we have a space for you. So I've h- had nothing but positive experiences here. Um, I personally do not have any shows because I suck at hosting. <laughs> I need to work on it. I'm like, I'm an entertainer. So like, I go on stage, I perform, then I'm in the back like. <gasps> <laughs> so I,
2: both, I, to and then I go to the back and try to catch my breath. like, I didn't even exactly.
0: perform in the back dry heaving you know <laughs>
2: where's my um, tailor I just called free bingo
0: numbers I'm winded <laughs> <laughs> so um uh dra- like literally dance floors in Chicago just opened last week so now like things are starting up again I would love to host uh my own show again I had a couple shows I had um my My brand is very much nostalgia, 80s, 90s. So I have a show called Throwback Attack. I had a digital version of that. And then I also had one called Snack Attack, which is like food and stuff like that. So um, I love like, I would love to have that again. I'm just looking for a venue because right now venues are opening up little by little over here. Um, But drag here is awesome. There's a couple drag kings in the scene. Um, There's Luca Me. there's Travis Fierro. There's like a bunch of kings that uh, do stuff here. It's just, we're just waiting for the area to open up more.
2: I saw Luca Me. Um, they were on tour. They like, they had traveled, I believe to like Detroit or something a couple years ago for this. It was like a big all-inclusive diversity show that they were putting on in some part of Iowa. No, it wasn't Detroit. It was some part of Iowa. That's where it was. Iowa. Yeah. And I was <laughs> just obsessed with Luca. I was like, oh, I love you I'm in love
1: with you <laughs> I think you're so great I love I love drag period I've, I if it, it especially now the more creative you are the more like different you are yeah wear a frog yeah, Well,
0: go <laughs> <yeah, shut up. laughs> um, so, well iconic iconic yeah. frog intro <laughs> hello I was like
2: come on if you're gonna be ugly at least throw some glitter on it and have fun. <laughs> I just I can't hey it's cannibalism <laughs> So I really want to know, and I think everybody out there that's listening, um, I would like to say hi to all four of our listeners right now. Um, We really want to know, like, how you got started. So you didn't start till you got to Chicago, but what was kind of the catalyst?
1: Like, was there somebody that inspired you to do it or what? what, Yeah. what, What brought you to do drag?
0: Yeah. So growing up, I was always like the crazy crazy family member. I'm the first born. So I was definitely like spoiled from my parents. Spoiled in the sense where I was like allowed to do whatever the hell I wanted. And And I was the baby that
2: was never allowed to do anything because of my three asshole older siblings.
0: (laughs) So uh my number one was Michael Jackson it's like Michael Jackson You see him <laughs> yep, he was like my number one I used to do his impersonation in high school I went to a trade school that's why I'm trade but <laughs> <laughs> I went to a trade school and uh, I had really good guidance counselors and they were like yo do you want to do a performance at lunch and I would like bring my boom box they would let me put a Billie Jean on and I would like perform in the lunchroom and um I was crazy. And then my name was like Michael Jackson girl in my hometown.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: <laughs> so I would just like perform in, in my talent shows and stuff like that. Or like when I go to family weddings, I was always like pushed in the middle to be like the dancer. Um, Michael Jackson, my number one, Prince, David Bowie, like um, George Michael. I love all the eighties and nineties, like stars. Um,
2: Me too. Um,
0: when I was, um, growing up that was me and then I I went to college and then I kind of fell out of it and I was just like "Uh." I started working retail you know that retail life oh Uh no I
1: know (laughs)
0: it well when I moved so I I worked in the stock room of a store uh like a typical lesbian stock room diva so (laughs) I (laughs) relocated from Boston to Chicago that's how I moved here and I came with my girlfriend and uh we started we're like let's go out like we want to see drag so we started going out to see drag in chicago and we're like this shit is dope like there's so much good drag here uh-huh. and then, um we started becoming obsessed we were like going out like every week and then i saw my first ever drag king his name is dusty balls <laughs> he's from chicago ah! i love that <laughs> dusty I was stage managing a show and I was helping him like get dressed. He's like, help me tape my titties back. So I was like helping him and like helping him like tuck stuff in. And then I was just like, this is something I can do. Like I had never even thought of a drag king before that. So when I saw him go on stage, I'm like, this is actually like, I kind of want to do this. So I was friends with some people in the scene and there's amateur competition. So I kind of just tried it out. Tenderoni was I was an artist before I was a performer. Tenderoni was my graffiti name and my artist name. So I just put it to my drag name because I'm like tenderoni. Like share one word. <laughs> I love
1: that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's
2: beefy. Who doesn't love a mouthful? Right. <laughs>
0: <Tenderoni>. <laughs> also, like it's also like a Bobby Brown song. It's like a young person who dates an older person, which is me. I'm a granny chaser. I love older women. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, that's Tenderoni name. Like Tender- yeah, tenderoni is like it's from the Michael Jackson song and a uh, Bobby Brown song, which is Tenderoni and it's like a pretty young I film.
2: only know that if <laughs> 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 Beef <Beefaroni. laughs> Oh shit. Well that's gonna be My Drag King name. B Ferroni
1: I'm gonna be You can child. be you can
0: be in House of Roni. <laughs> i can't yeah. wait actually i, I have said, one
1: roni is a sick if you become a fashion designer ever roni is a sickening <laughs> designer what are you wearing roni like, <laughs> i have
0: one drag son his name is mac mac k roni <laughs> it's like mac oh k. my <laughs> gosh and, That's- and you should <laughs>
2: have like some awful little horrible offspring called um Roni, and you would be like oh she said oh corona virus she is oh sick God. name oh, God. <laughs> Girl, that was a reach around. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> that took a while. Um, that was. A, we love a good
1: reach around. Yeah. Well, I have
2: these T Rex arms, though. I can't reach behind my back. I literally, I can't reach anything off of a shelf. That's why I could never be uh, a stockroom diva like you were, <laughs> unless it was on
1: the bottom shelf. I wasn't picking it up. Yeah, she's a bottom. I, yeah, bottom. See, I would never work in a stockroom because if there was a hot garbage, I would be back there all. The time.
0: Oh, that definitely happened in my stock rooms before.
1: Uh-huh. I'd be like,
0: please I'm like, you help me stuff my shelves. It's <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving. You want to help me stuff the turkey? Uh, All the best so, stuff happens in the stock room. <laughs>
1: yeah, lots of
2: stuff. We get sidetracked a lot, and I apologize for that. But so you decided that you were going to to join the scene after you met Dusty Balls and help them tape themselves back. <laughs> And do a fabulous show.
1: Did you win the competition, the first one that you did?
0: I did not. I was a finalist, but I did not win. America Powers won. She's an amazing drag queen in Chicago as well. Um, but I was a hot mess. I, I remember I did Missy Elliott. I, couldn't, I didn't have a blow-up outfit. I had like four trash bags I taped together. And I blew it up with a blow dryer. Work! That's <laughs> the thing, though. That That's trash
1: bag. That's <laughs> the thing.
0: I love that.
2: Um, and how long ago was that? Seven years, right? That
0: was no. Well, I moved here seven years ago, but I started doing drag almost five years ago. So I've been doing uh,
1: okay. You say you're still yeah, yeah. That girl, you came a long way and <laughs> I, I was I was still busted for many years after five years. I know we've seen your crowning. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've seen your intro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jade, you need to put the rattlesnake noise there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh uh, well we've had fun with you on our podcast uh, we have a game
2: we have a game that we have been playing with all of our friends and it, we've decided the the name for this oh game is so funny it's two in the pink one in the stink
0: oh my favorite so, okay. <laughs> it is
2: basically two truths and a lie i'm gonna read three titles of three pornographic movies you have to figure out which one is fake all right all
1: right oh my god very
2: serious game
1: it is it's i always get it wrong (laughs) she does all right (laughs) number one
2: tit tannic
1: tit Tit (laughs) (laughs) tannic what
2: number two who rimmed roger rabbit
1: oh my god
2: (laughs) (laughs) and number three pussy and boots
1: okay well that one seems real Uh, (laughs) um So who rimmed Roger Rabbit? Who
2: rimmed Roger? So it's Titanic, who rimmed Roger Rabbit, and Pussy and Boots.
1: Okay. Um, Titanic is the false one. You think Titanic? Because how are you supposed to do, what, what is the storyline of this? Like, instead of an iceberg, it was titties that On Saturday night, she goes down. I don't know. Oh,
0: okay. oh,
1: who knows?
2: I All right, think- say, <laughs> you think Titanic, what do you say?
0: I think it's uh, Roger Rabbit, because how are they going to put those cartoons and stuff? <laughs> you are both wrong.
1: Man, no. you're
0: both wrong. The fake one is pussy
2: in boots. So that one
1: seems well, so easy. Yeah, that so easy
2: to do. Yeah. So I would like uh, all of our listeners, please, to go out there and rent or stream *Titanic*. Or who rimmed Roger
1: Rabbit? Okay, I don't I'm know gonna go which watch both of those now um, because that sounds very interesting too. <laughs> I know it's so stupid. Titanic, I gotta see what the plot is of this.
0: Okay, plot. have you seen? I just saw on Twitter. Have you seen Edward Penis Hands?
1: No. <laughs> no. What
0: is this weird '80s one? And his hands are literally like penises. It looks so scary. Oh my no. god! Is he like? <laughs> penetrating people with all these things. Oh my always, God. Actually, if you go on YouTube, you could look like Edward Penis Hands, like non-sex parts and it just has like the weird parts before the actual sex. Edward Penis uh, like- Hands
2: is still trimming bushes.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we actually, we've talked about uh, a, a few episodes ago, we talked about the first porns that we saw. Mine was Sumo Sue and the Fat Ladies of Wrestling because my brother broke the VCR and it had a tape to in it.
1: And then yours was mine was willie wanker and the fun factory so it was instead of a chocolate factory it was a sex toy factory but it still had all the the um the characters what was yours
0: i don't remember the name all i remember is like my dad used to steal cable and it was when it was like the a side and the b side (laughs) and you would have to like take the wires and like mess around so you could see like the spice channel it be like one floating titty, and I'm like, Yes, yes, yes.
1: that's what meant,
2: girl probably just the haunted mansion. It wasn't that old floating in the crystal ball. The
1: stolen, the stolen uh cable made you a left
0: exactly. Exactly, I do.
1: Yeah, long floating movie. titty, and I was hooked. Now everything's screaming, <laughs> yeah, exactly. America
2: did this to themselves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had in, uh, so much fun with having you on the show. Thank you for coming by and um, giving us your perspective and what, you know, what your story. We love it. Well, I have two questions Oh God, okay. before you go.
2: I know, I know we have to wrap it up, but um, number one, where can all of our listeners find you? Where should they follow you?
0: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at tenderoni eighty eight. Same thing on Twitter. Uh, the 88 stands for the minimum rhinestone to have on my body at all times. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just the year I was born. So you can find me on all social media platforms at Tenderoni88.
2: I love that. Are we all 80s babies? Mm-hmm. Uh, 84. I'm 84. Are you? Yeah.
1: When, when, when's your month? It's been 84 years.
2: <laughs> of the um, I'm September 11th,
1: 1984. Oh, so you're older than me it shows <laughs>
2: well, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, lot seasoned. <laughs> how dare you? Just, <laughs> just salty, just very salty. Yeah. Uh, and my second question, uh, we may even cut this out for time, but I did have a quick, You know, I had made the joke about okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and be your uh, Beefaroni. I'm gonna be your <laughs> your drag king son. Do you think that like what is your opinion? I don't know how it would work if a in an AMAB assigned male at birth person would were to be a drag king like they
0: exist already you know who Axel Andrews is
2: well no I do know (laughs) but he doesn't necessarily like I I love Axel he's part of my family here I've never really seen him really refer to himself as a drag king so I'm just wondering like what the nuances of that are
0: I mean they there definitely are some drag kings that are already like you know, I'm assigned male at birth out there. Um, I don't have any problem with that. I mean, I do not care what's in people's pants. As yeah. long as you're entertaining, you're entertaining. So Thank there's you. some people who want to like police that, but I'm just like, listen, uh, who am I to tell someone they can't perform?
2: I like- think this is just my, <laughs> my, uh, my easing into saying, I think we should do away with all these stupid <laughs> fucking titles and just call it drag. Yep. Let's I mean, just call it yes. drag and let's just have a good time.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Well, we love you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to come <laughs> spend a little, a little moment chatting do you with us. Plug
1: anything to go? Like, do you have any upcoming anything that you want to plug? Shows, digital stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you're in Chicago or if you're not in Chicago, I will be at Pride in the Park on June 26th. I will be opening for Shaka Khan. So that's yes. amazing. Yes. Insane. Word. It's an amazing yeah. lineup. So I'm super excited for that. Well, good. Good luck with that. Thank you so much. I hope we work together soon. Yeah, me too. Definitely. I want to travel again. So,
1: yeah, it come, on. Come, on.
2: come to Orlando. We've been open since, I don't know, 48 hours after the <laughs> pandemic started. I mean, my legs, I don't off.
0: think it never closed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a fantastic one and congratulations on your win. Thank you so much. All right.
0: Bye. bye. bye.
1: Oh, it was so fun
2: talking to them.
1: Yes. Her pronouns out of drag are her. Hers, she hers, she her
2: in drag. He, he him. him, yeah. And out of drag, your pronouns are he haw.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely he haw. <laughs> <laughs> he haw ho. Um, uh, we are you y'all. You ye ye haw. You
2: y'all ye haw. haw. That's us. Well, it was fascinating to me because you never know. There's so many different subsets of the community. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they are ever changing. Yep. So it's nice to talk to people that are from those niche corners. Yeah. To kind of give you a little more insight to make sure that you are like you, we are understanding
1: what we're saying. Right. Well, I think that's important. I also think like we talked about earlier, I think people just need to remember or at least know what someone's intent is yeah before we cast major cancellation judgment yeah and and then you know at the end of the day we're all human we're nobody's perfect we're all going to make mistakes and don't be afraid to
2: ask if you have a question about something that's why i love when people come up to me and they go so what are you what do you want to be called are you she her are you that i love being asked that yeah because at the end of the day, I like I said, I don't care what you call me unless you mean it to harm me. I'm not going to take it that way. But
1: if you're just asking, is she her? Yeah. And sometimes I like to be called dirty things. Yeah, but only when I want it. Mud puddle. Mud puddle. That was her stripping name. Oh, that was your stripper. Guy. That was your stripping name. Oh, it was mud that was puddle. Mud puddle. I was is is grand. Ooh, I hope not. Mud puddle. Gross is taking. Quite I had Taco belt, mud puddle.
2: feedback feedback (laughs) oh um but it's always really nice to be able to have those conversations because you know even us who have been working girls in the game for so long we are still old dogs learning new tricks every single day absolutely
1: well this has been fun until next time we love you all thank you for tuning in make
2: sure you go and uh to gingerminch.com has the links to all of my socials you
1: can follow me Trinity the Tuck on all of mine. Actually, I don't have Twitter anymore. I've I've um de-acted. girl, I'm just over it. So um go check me out on Instagram. That's where you're gonna find me. Um at Trinithetuck.com if you want to look at my schedule, which is just now starting to get updated because Of COVID, yeah, and
2: make sure you watch All Star Six streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Yes, and please, please, please like and share um, information to this podcast with all of your friends, your frenemies, Mm -hmm. um, the people you hate.
2: Send it to your your kindergarten teacher. Mm -hmm. You know she will love it. Your grandmother's new husband. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. The authorities. Yeah. You know whatever. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, we love you. We'll see you. Bye bye.